Welcome to another podcast from Houston and Hogan on Hot Mike with Houston and Hogan. We're tickled to death you downloaded our show today. Dave, how you doing? Doing fantastic, and I'm glad we have a hot mic because it's cold outside, and this <laughs> hot mic keeps us warm. I'm so glad to have a job where we sit in a warm studio on a day like this, aren't you? Yeah, uh, when I was active in radio all those years, all those decades, you still are, uh, I would drive down the highway and I would see some of these people that were working outdoors on a cold, wintry day. And I'd think, boy, I'm glad I got a job at radio. <laughs> Me nice too. and warm inside. Me too, buddy. Me too. I, I enjoy, still enjoy radio. I'm about to turn three score and ten. Do the math. Throw a little three score <laughs> and ten. I'm not going to say any numbers. We're just... Leave it at that. I'm about to turn that ripe old. Well, I've been there and done that. <laughs> and, and you you kept working, too, in radio after you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I kept working longer than, than most people because, well, we call it work. You know, exactly. officially, that's what they call it. But uh, really, it's what we've been doing all these years is not work. Um, did you see where Joe Bonsall is uh, retiring from the Oak Ridge Boys? I did, and I did not read enough to find <laughs> out why, and I knew it well. Dave Hogan's got all the scoop on this. Well, Joe has a neurological problem that limits his mobility. And, in fact, from what I've read, he can no longer walk oh, gosh. without a great deal of assistance. So. He's made the decision to retire from the Oak Ridge Boys after, what, 50 years or so? Wow. Is William Lee Golden and Joe Bonsell and Richard Sturban and Dwayne Allen, the uh, Oak Ridge Boys that have performed for over 50 years very successfully. And, of course, uh, William Lee Golden, you know, the fellow with the long beard. That's that's how yeah. you distinguish him, right? Yeah, there's a story there because he left the Oak Ridge Boys for a period of time, about nine years. And he left because the other three members voted him out. That's the way William Lee put it. Because they didn't feel like with that beard, that long beard and the long hair, that he fit in with the group. Well, Steve Sanders uh, took his place and and did a good job. And after about uh, nine years, uh, Steve left the the group. And they invited uh, William Lee Golden, Beard and all, to come back. And they've continued their success. And to this day, the Oak Ridge Boys sell out just about everywhere they play. They're still tremendously popular, and Ben James is the name of the singer that's taking the the place of Joe Bonsall and singing the tenor. Uh, And I understand that he is excellent, an excellent choice. He's worked as a solo artist and also worked with uh, Doyle Lawson and Quicksilver doing the high lead and the tenor for Doyle Lawson and Quicksilver. They have some great harmony too, buddy. 
And so we wish uh, the Oak Ridge boys well as they continue their farewell tour, which they're on now. But according to William Lee Golden's autobiography, which came out a couple of years ago and I read, he says, we're going to do a farewell tour, but it may last five years. (laughs) He says, we still, the Oak Ridge boys still enjoy to this day after 50 plus years, we still enjoy singing, communicating with the audience. So we don't want to retire. It's, if we retire, it'll be a forced retirement, which is what's happened to Joe Bonsall. Well, you and I can certainly relate to the fact that uh, you still enjoy what you do. Uh, thus, you working on into your 70s and radio and me still doing radio, and I still get excited about it. I still look forward to going to work every day, and that's what you're telling me the Oak Ridge boys feel the same. The Oak Ridge uh, Quartet was the original name. They got that name because during the uh, time that Oak Ridge, Tennessee was developing, helping develop the atomic bomb that was used uh, in Japan by the United States to end World War II. Uh, It was a very closed city, and there's still a lot of security. I have a nephew who works at Oak Ridge now. There's still a lot of security, but at the time they were developing, working on the development of the bomb, it was really a closed city. And and and, and there are several books you can pick up and read about uh, what it was like in, in the 40s, early 40s and mid 40s at Oak Ridge. Well, they needed entertainment. And so Wally Fowler, a famous name in gospel music, had a quartet called the Oak. Uh, had a quartet, and I forget what they were called, but they became the Oak Ridge Quartet because they would, on a regular basis, uh, they were invited to come and sing to the people who worked at Oak Ridge, working on the development of the atomic bomb. So that's how the Oak Ridge name came about because they sang at Oak Ridge, Tennessee, at the uh, facility where they were working in great security on the bomb. But after uh, uh, a few years, uh, Wally Fowler uh, I, I became a promoter. And I remember, I guess it was back in the early 90s, when Wally died, he drowned. Uh, he either drowned or his daughter said he may have had a heart attack. He was fishing uh, on... Uh, can't remember the name of the lake that he was fishing near Nashville. But he became a promoter, and we, we've heard a lot about, and some people remember the what they call the all-night sings, the oh, all-night yeah. gospel quartet sings. Right. And Wally Fowler promoted those down through the years. But the Oak Ridge Bo- uh, Quartet became the Oak Ridge Boys, and gosh, a lot of people sang down through the years with the Oak Ridge Boys, Gary McSpadden and... Calvin Newton, and and many others. And uh, William Lee Golden grew up in South Alabama, not far from the uh, Florida line. And he is the uh, one of the, uh, he is the original Oak Ridge boy as we know them now, as a country music group rather than a gospel group. 
But um, I remember Dwayne Allen. Lead singer. Lead singer with the Oak Ridge Boys. Coming to the studios at uh, WSKY in Asheville. I was doing the Sunday morning gospel hymn time program. And I don't know if Dwayne was on a promotional tour or maybe the Oak Ridge boys were doing a performance in the area, but he came to WSKY, sat in with me for a while on the Sunday morning gospel hymn time program. And they were promoting a song, and I think it was the day they baptized Jesse Taylor, is that? The baptism of Jesse Taylor. The baptism of Which became a hit for, for, uh, who was it? Johnny Russell. Johnny Russell, later on. But the Oak Ridge Boys at that time had that song out. I believe that was the one. But anyway, uh, what I'm getting to is the fact that at that moment, the Oak Ridge Boys at that time were considering uh, going into country music. And I remember Dwayne uh, picking my brain about whether they would be accepted as country music artists. And he pointed to the baptism of Jesse Taylor. He says, you know, that song could be a hit on the country music charts. And it was later on yeah. for Johnny Russell. Right. And Dwayne was, they were, they were in the, the middle of whether to sing gospel music or sing some, some, secular music the Jim Hamill story I don't know if you've heard that or not I certainly know who Jim Hamill was I, I and okay Jim at one time was a member of the Oak Ridge Boys no, I didn't know that yep he at one time was a member and of course later on became for years a member of the Kingsman Quartet the front person for them yeah out of uh, Asheville well, there's a story about Jim Hamill and the Oak Ridge Boys and how Jim Hamill, the Jim Hamill story had a lot to do with uh, the Oak Ridge Boys finally making the decision to start singing country music. They were in a concert. I can't remember where it was. Kingsman Quartet was performing. The Oak Ridge Boys were following the Kingsman uh, at this gospel concert. Johnny Cash had hired the Oak Ridge Boys to do backup for his show. At one time, the Statler Brothers worked with Johnny Cash. They went out on their own, and Johnny needed a backup group, and he hired the Oak Ridge Boys to sing backup for his show. And one of the places they sang was in Las Vegas when Johnny did his uh, Johnny Cash show in Las Vegas. Well, for whatever reason, Jim Hamill, the front man for the Kingsman Quartet at this particular concert, made an issue of the of the fact that the Oak Ridge Boys had been singing in Las Vegas at casinos. Why he did that, I don't know, and <laughs> nobody knows. Right. But what happened, Jim Hamill said, coming up, Coming up here in a little bit, we have the Oak Ridge Boys. And, you know, I hate to say this, but uh, these boys been singing in casinos. And, uh, and and 
bring the lights up here in the auditorium because this is not a casino. This is not a uh, honky-tonk. And 300, approximately 300 people got up and left because Jim Hamill introduced the Oak Ridge Boys that way. And they were on the fence about whether to sing country music. And William Lee and Joe and Richard, they wanted to sing country music. Some of the record people in Nashville were encouraged them to do that because they'd been successful as Johnny Cash backup group. But Dwayne Allen was the holdout. Really? Dwayne wanted to continue to sing gospel music. Well, when this happened, Jim Hamill introduced them that way and made those comments and very critical comments about the fact that they sang in a a casino with Johnny Cash. And some 300 people walked out on the Oak Ridge Boys. Dwayne Allen said, that's it. You know, I don't care if we sing another gospel concert or not, as much as I love gospel music. If we're going to be treated that way, we'll just go sing country music. So that was a turning point in the career of the Oak Ridge Boys. And they recorded a couple of songs that were moderately successful and then got a hold of a song called The All Come Back Saloon. Oh, yeah. And it became a number one record, and the rest is history. And the Oak Ridge Boys are now members of the Country Music Hall of Fame. And they're, and they're, they're great people, too. They're, they're wonderful people. I don't know. I've met Dwayne on several occasions, and I read William Lee Golden's autobiography, which I highly recommend. Uh, and he, he, it's a tell all book. If there ever was one, if you know, you've heard the expression. Oh yeah. A tell all yeah. book. Tell it all. Tell well, it he all. He tells it all <laughs> his history and the history of the Oak Ridge boys. And William Lee, as I mentioned earlier, is the fellow with the long beard and the name of his autobiography, his story is behind the beard. If you've a mind, if you like to read, you like to read history like I do and the story of how people get to where they are in life. Read that book, Behind the Beard. You can order it online. The Autobiography of William Lee Golden of the Oak Ridge Boys. I remember the time that you're talking about there. Because uh, I got in country radio in about 69, and I remember the time that you're talking about when they were going through that transition and and how some of the uh, hardline churches uh, gave them a hard time about switching over to country music. Uh, well, Johnny Cash and Jim Hamill, I guess, started were, were responsible. <laughs> Johnny hired them to... And, you know, making a living in gospel music is not easy. Tough job. And the Oak Ridge Boys had a full band. They didn't just have the four members of the quartet. Right. They had good musicians. And when you have to divide the money up uh, six or eight ways, then uh, it, it's hard to uh, make a living in gospel music as compared to what they could make in uh, country music. And when they sang with Johnny Cash and did his backup, they did his uh, backup work, uh, that convinced them that they could have a career in country music. People liked them. 
And Johnny would let them, you know, do a number or two uh, as part of the show on their own. And so they saw the opportunity to expand what they were doing. But they, they loved gospel music, don't get me wrong. And, and, and William Lee Golden in that book, he talks about how to this day, that's his favorite music, his gospel music. Jesus but, is coming soon. That song. Uh, I don't think any other gospel quartet. Fantastic. Uh, Troublesome times are here, filling men's hearts with fear. Freedom we all hold dear, now is at stake. Just, uh, and okay, let's go through these members. Uh, uh, the bass singer. Uh, Joe Bontel. Uh, uh, pardon me, Richard, Richard Sturban. Sturban. Yeah. Uh, I was watching a video the other day of Elvis, uh, a live recording of a concert, uh, performance of Elvis Presley and, uh, the camera would pan around on the stage to these various backup groups. You know, he traveled with the sweet inspirations Mm -hmm. and, and JD Sumner and the stamps quartet. Right. And in this particular video, and I've seen it in others too, standing on that stage side by side with that J.D. Sumner and the Stamps Quartet, there would be five guys standing up there. Two of them were bass singers. They were J.D. Sumner and Richard Sturban side by side. And when Elvis would say, you know, he, he loved bass singing. And when he would say, go like a jet, J.D., uh, Richard and JD would get together and really take that down low and rattle the speakers in, in an auditorium. Uh, Richard Sturban is one of the best bass singers ever, ever. Fantastic. And, you know, uh, uh, a country music artist or rock and roll artist, whatever genre of music you're in, if you can get that one song that everybody identifies with, <laughs> I know where you're going. Then with you've it. got a <laughs> you, you you you've got yep. something to hang your hat on for many many years. And when the Oak Ridge Boys came out with Elvira, Elvira, my heart's on fire for Elvira. Um, papa, um, papa, mau, mau. Um, papa, um, papa, mau, mau. That song had been, it was written by Dallas Frazier and Dallas had a recording of it. And one of uh, the acquaintances of the Oak Ridge boys in the music business, I don't remember if it was their producer or, or somebody close to the Oak Ridge boys heard a bar band, uh, sing Elvira somewhere in Texas, right. Uh, at a, at a, uh, music venue, a small music venue a honky-tonk yeah okay a honky-tonk they, <laughs> they this bar band as he called it sang elvira and he thought to himself boy the oak ridge boys could do that song Ooh. so they had a recording session shortly thereafter and decided to record it you know as had no idea it would be become what it became and when elvira came out a lot of people connected with the oak ridge boys because of that song. Oh yeah. And the, and that's still their their signature song. They close out their program with uh, Elvira and get a bunch of encores, of course. 
Well, now, uh, let's talk about, I mean, they're still, they're going to be continuing to tour with this new tenor singer, right? Right, exactly. Uh, I t- someone in my circle, I cannot for the life of me remember who it was, just recently told me about hiring the Oak Ridge Boys to come do a private concert for the uh, a birthday party or a wedding or a retirement or something uh and and i was kind of surprised to hear that the oaks are still touring but they are yeah they're still touring and playing some large venues but they also uh, are very popular on i guess you would call it the convention circuit uh where these large companies have a get together and the oak ridge boys are very popular in, uh, in 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 that uh, venue, they're hired for a lot of concerts for private uh, events. But you know, my favorite, I guess, of the Oak Ridge Boys song is one that William Lee Golden sings the lead on, and it's called "Thank God for Kids." Oh my! We play that at Christmas time a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I played this morning as our uh, patriotic song of the day that i do every morning i played my baby is american made uh american made by the oak ridge boys yeah, yeah. leaving louisiana in the broad daylight bobby sue bob 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 bobby sue <laughs> and i'll be true to you and here's one of their uh i, I just googled up and it said oak ridge boys hit songs um uh, one of those that popped up in that was just a little talk with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Makes it right. Yeah. They still love gospel music and still include some gospel music in their programs. But it was a it was a uh, tough decision for them to make. And one reason that they made the decision, you know, when men started wearing their hair a little longer in very conservative Christian circles, that was a no-no. Exactly. That was a no-no. They're imitating the Beatles. Or, you know, there was a lot of criticism. Yep. And the Oak Ridge boys kind of grew their hair a little long. But now it would be commonplace. Yeah. You know, the hair on your head. Now, I, I can't use my head as an example. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call yourself uh I, I remember when we used to work together at wise and i'd forget to tell you something that was going on and you'd say they treat me like a bald-headed stepchild around here <laughs> <laughs> but i think the people listening to this podcast get the point for if if you were around during the uh, i guess the 70s i guess that's when that happened. early 70s okay when uh, men started wearing their hair longer, well, the Oak Ridge Boys were kind of in the forefront of that, and they got a lot of criticism over that. When did they make that change from gospel to country? What I would year? say, I, I, don't quote me on this, but I'd say it's about 73, somewhere in that uh, okay. Okay. time frame. I may, I may be able to pull up exactly here in a moment. But the group was founded in 1943 as the Oak Ridge Quartet doing southern gospel music into the 50s and in the 60s and it says here in one of the biography pieces about the Oak Ridge Boys that they changed their image and concentrated on country music in the mid 70s mid 70s I was thinking about 73 is a time that they were 
in that time frame where they were transitioning transitioning and you know are we going to sing country are we going to sing gospel are we going to sing country are we going to sing gospel and do wop and pop they they could do it all yeah yeah uh Dwayne Allen to me is uh one of the nicest guys I've talked to him several times and uh he uh you mentioned that he visited you at WSKY he visited us over at 570 WWNC wrote notes to us when you know when when we would uh, he would have a new song out or something you you'd get a handwritten note from Dwayne Allen that says thank you for playing my song thank you for uh supporting the Oak Ridge boys. And you could tell that it was not some kind of mass manufactured letter. It was a personal note from Dwayne Allen, very astute at promotion and being out front and taking care of business. TCB as Elvis called it. By the way, they started that farewell tour in September of 2023, just a few months ago. But like uh, William Lee Golden said, it, it, this farewell tour may last five years because we love what we're doing. But unfortunately, Joe Bonsell, as we mentioned, uh, is uh, is retiring because of health reasons. Uh, but the other guys are still going strong. And Ben James, who toured with Doyle Lawson and Quicksilver, as well as Daly and uh, Vincent, has taken uh, Joe Bonsell's position for the remainder of the farewell tour. Dave, thank you so much for keeping us up to date on the Oak Ridge Boys, and thank you so much for downloading our Hot Mike with Houston and Hogan podcast. Uh, we'll be back in just a little bit with more news from the world of our radio careers here on Hot Mike with Houston and Hogan. Be sure to click the subscribe button for another episode of Hot Mike with Randy Houston and Dave Hogan.